Hello, my name is Donnie Smith, and I'm the pastor here at Ascension Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. I hope this message changes, impacts, and challenges you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you enjoy the message, you can connect with us on our website, Facebook, or Instagram at Ascension Christian Center. Thank you, and enjoy. And I want, I want to tell you this, that this whole thing that Jesus came to make your life totally better, I do believe that, but can I tell you even more than that? He comes to disrupt your life. Disrupt. Now here's my question. I was talking to an individual not that long ago. I said, what do you want? Do you, what, are you, what are you more afraid of? Are you more afraid of staying the way that you are or are you more afraid of becoming all that God called you to be because both are scary can I tell you what I'm most afraid of I'm most afraid of me staying the way that I am I am most afraid of this church staying the way that it is is there a price to pay to partner with God absolutely I mean, it shows it. I mean, the, the icon, which you wear, who has a cross on their neck? Point it out to me. The icon, they're like, oh boy, he's, you got a cross on your neck. That icon, that symbol states it all. Sacrifice. That's what it represents. Yes, it represents freedom. Of course, namely salvation, but it represents sacrifice. And if we want all that God has for us, it is going to require sacrifice me and Cheryl and Rick were talking not that long ago and and this was just a question I wanted to ask myself because there's a there's a scripture that says what man is there among you who doesn't first sit down and Jesus out of his own admission it's his own parable he says what man doesn't sit down first and count the cost before he builds a house to see whether or not he has enough to finish. Least if he does not finish, everybody around him will laugh at him because he was not able to finish what he started. And I asked myself some really hard questions. I said, Lord, I have a business. I'm busy. I have a family. What if God stepped down in your life and required for you to put everything to a stop for a period of time and to invest your time in his kingdom and to doing what he's called you to do? What if God asked you to leave a certain job? What, what if God asked you to cert, a, a certain friendship? Because it can't be a spouse. You got to stay with her. You got to stay with them. Okay? So if you're married, it's cheaper to keep her. No. Just, that's totally kidding. It is true though. Maybe God's calling you to cut off a certain friendship. I want to tell you this. I want to tell you this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What God will do with, say, I'm a believer. Are you? Are you a believer? Okay. I'm going to tell you a secret. And this will help you identify how to protect yourself. I'm having to learn to protect myself in the ministry. Because I love everybody. But when you are closely associated with someone who's not where you are, and they have a certain sin tendency in their life. Like, let's say you're being sanctified. Watch God change your life. Do a lot of things in your life. And you grow. And you're growing into the fullness of what God has called you to. And the enemy loses his hold of you. You know what that's what the anointing does, right? When the Lord anoints you, 
That's what in the, in the Bible, you know why we anoint people? That's a sign of what shepherds would do to their sheep so the sheep wouldn't get stolen in the middle of the night. They would lavish them with oil so that when a thief would come, they wouldn't be able to grab the sheep. The sheep would slip out of their hands. This is what happens in the life of a believer. When you grow in the Lord, when you read his word, when you pray stronger, stronger, day by day, you're growing stronger and stronger and stronger. When the enemy realizes he cannot get to you, he goes after who you love. If they have a weakness, if they have a propensity, if they have a blind spot, because he can no longer get to you, he goes after what you love. Is this too heavy or you want me to go a little deeper? This is the most dangerous thing, is learning to love while keeping him your most ultimate affection. Yes, you pray for that person. There is people, Joel, can you put the tabernacle? Just the picture. I showed you this before. This is the tabernacle. Good job. The tent of meeting. Everybody say the tabernacle or the tent of meeting. Same difference. Mobile church. There's seven major elements, and I'm going to dig deep into this later. Can you give me the, uh, the other shot there? Are we able to get the icon? Let's stay here. This is the entrance. There's seven major elements here. Furnishings where they would do the sacraments. Right here, brazen altar or altar of sacrifice. Everybody say brazen altar. I'm going to teach this later, but I just want to kind of go through these. This right here is called the laver. This right here, table of showbread. This right here, the candlestick or the lampstand or the golden lampstand. All these have meanings. Right here, the altar of incense. Right here, what's this, guys? This is the Holy of Holies, but this right here is called the Ark of the Covenant. This is where the glory of God dwelt, like in a pillar of fire, okay? I'm learning in ministry and as a believer that this, all this is symbolisms on how to approach God. Give me the overall shot again. We start here, always, 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 Sacrifice. Salvation. Everybody say salvation. salvation. Yes, because you cannot get to here without salvation. Never attempt to be a prophet without Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You get saved first. Now, here is the tragedy why most people don't enter into revival is because they just think it's about getting saved. But they never make it to the laver where there's water. What does that represent? Sanctification. The washing of the word. They don't grow. They don't eat the table of shoe bread or show bread, which is, what does the bread represent? Jesus said, I am the what of heaven? Who gives life to the believer. He's our sustenance. 
I don't want to give all this away, but this is the candlestick, which represents light. Jesus said, I am the of the world. He who, walk, he who follows me will not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now, most people give me that backup shot again. I'm going to close in just a minute. I want to show you this. Be careful who you walk with. Because you may have gone through this, saved, I'm saved. And they may have been saved. And maybe they even walk through some of the sanctification process. But if they're not one with Jesus, the enemy, when you don't walk through this process, I'm preaching a message called what keeps you from the courts. I'm gonna tell you what keeps us from real revival. Is this too heavy for some of y'all? If you don't give your life to Jesus, walk through his sanctification process, becoming one with Jesus, that bread right there represents communion, coming into union with God. There is people who I know who are gifted because gifts and callings come without repentance. There are people that I know currently who are gifted preachers that are not sanctified. Or they have a gift and they have been sanctified a little bit and they draw people, but they're not one with Jesus. And if you are here and you're one with Jesus, this person who's living right out here, the enemy can have access to them. And he's, the enemy is going to use their propensity and their weakness to keep pulling you out of the Holy of Holies. Is this too much? You don't reject the person, but you learn to remain keeping a big heart with very thick skin. This is why Jesus said straight in the narrow is the way that leads to life and tons of people find it. Only a few find it. It is important. Listen to me. I'm talking to married couples exclusively right now. Pray together. Pray together. Go through the this together. Washing the word, reading the word of God together. Communion together. Making Jesus the centerpiece. Let him be the light in both of your lives. If you have a sinful or propensity, say, honey, I, you know, I told my wife the other day, I said, honey, I'm afraid. I was afraid of something. I was struggling with something. Pray for me. She prayed for me. I didn't hold it in because I need Jesus to be my light and shine in the dark places. My wife is walking through the process with me. Because here's why people go through divorce. Is you got one person who's living in here and the other who hasn't even made it to here. Should I quit? It's called oneness. This right here is how you get to the courts of the Lord. And you can't bypass any of these processes. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this. Are you ready? Now, I'm going to ask you to get out a pen or, or at least your phone. Okay? Please, I'm going to ask you. Here's why. I asked the Lord to show me Jesus here. 
it was two weeks ago, I was in the office. I said, Lord, show me, show me Jesus in all these elements and show me what the process is. What do these furnishings represent? I didn't even think and I looked down and it dropped in me. It just, I knew something that I didn't know before. That's called word of knowledge. Everybody hear what I'm saying? Say word of knowledge. That's when you ask the Holy Spirit because the, the Holy Spirit is wisdom. Spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Right here. This is just gonna be an intro to next week. We'll see what the Lord does, okay? Right here. This represents salvation. This is where the priest would sacrifice the lamb. Everybody say salvation. Oh, watch this. Sanctification. This is where the priest would wash the blood off them. What does the water represent? The word of God. Washing yourself with the word of God. Purification. So we've got sanctification, purification. Watch this. What's this right here? Identification. Identification. What does that mean? Why do we take communion? Oh, this is before even Jesus came in the earth. Is this too heavy for you guys? Bread. Jesus said, unless a man eats my flesh and drinks my blood, you have no life in you. The bread, when you partake of it, represents identification, oneness with Jesus. You ever heard the term, you are what you? You got it. Identification. Illumination. Jesus is the light of the world. He's light. When you, when you, when you become one with Jesus, that when there's dark areas of your life, he brings light and illumination to dark places that even you cannot see. Thy word is a, and a light unto my path. Jesus represents, you know, all these furnishings represent Jesus. You know that, right? The altar of sacrifice represents the cross. The, 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 the laver, the laver that's outside the, the water represents the moving of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit purifying the believer's life because he's a purifying spirit. Say, the Holy Spirit is a purifying spirit. Yes, he purifies you. That's right. And this right here, Jesus, the bread. Jesus, the light. Now watch this. What do you think this incense is? It's prayer. So we got out here, salvation, labor, purification, identification, illumination, invitation. Invitation. Everybody say invitation. Prayer is an invitation to intimacy. He's inviting you. Most people just get saved. Then they wash. They get a little sanctified. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't chew. I don't run with them that do. But then they're not one with Jesus. Or maybe they are. Or maybe they're one with Jesus. And maybe Jesus is the light of the world. And they get all that. But then they're too scared to go deeper. And prayer brings you deeper. And prayer is God's invitation to greater levels of intimacy. Now watch this. This. Transformation. Transformation. Everybody like this? First 
excuse me, 2 Corinthians. Watch this. He's like, transformation. That's where the glory of God dwelt, precisely. That's where the glory of God dwelt. That's where the pillar of fire was. What does this have to do with where I am? How does this apply to my life? Because unless you're saved, unless the word of God purifies you at the golden laver, unless you partake of Christ and his sufferings through the partaking of the bread and the body and the blood of Jesus, unless Jesus becomes the light of the world, unless you have a life of an intercessor, of a prayer warrior, you will not get into the holy of holies. I'm going to have a seat. Are y'all getting this? Here's my challenge to every single person in here. Do not settle for out here. Jesus died for you to dwell with him, to partake of him. But most people don't want to pay the price in order to get there. And there is a price to pay. Listen to what 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 says. Can you stand to your feet? Because I won't quit if you stay there. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. It says this. Now the Lord is what? Spirit. You guys know this scripture very well. And where the Spirit is, there is liberty. But we, with an unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, what? So what does the glory of the Lord do? I didn't, I just, it just dropped on me this morning. After I saw that, oh, the glory of God transforms the believer. And this is saying it. But we all with an unveiled face beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into what? From glory to glory. The only way a believer will get stuck is if they get stuck at the labor, and it's only by decision. It's only by decision. It's only when people get stuck at like, okay, salvation, I'm just trying to get in. Salvation. But then the Lord wants to break you deeper, and he says, come on, son, come on, John. Come on, Sherry, I, I, I want to take you deeper. I want to wash your life with my word. Don't, 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 don't push my hand of sanctification away. I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm not exposing this to humiliate you. I'm doing to draw you closer to me. I'm not letting people find out about your weakness because I don't love you. That's not the devil doing this. It's my sanctifying hand in your life. And then Jesus invites for us to partake of him, of his bread, of his suffering. That's what the bread represents. And then the, then the light, and then, and then so on and so on. God is wanting to bring us deeper, deeper, deeper still. I was praying with a couple of those guys in the line, and I just felt the Lord saying when I was up in Asbury, like deeper still, a deeper still. And, and listen, if I'm just going to tell you flat out. I'm going to tell you flat out. I'm not going to waste your time. I don't know if you've got a chance to fill out the new member's card or not. We don't have new members' cards. <laughs> that was a joke. I don't do members, new members' cards. Somebody came up to me and said, how do I become a member? I said, keep coming. We don't give out member numbers. It was kind of a joke. But before you make this home, I have to tell you this. If you're looking for a church to make you comfortable 
in your relationship with Jesus. You won't find it here. You won't find it here. You know why? Because I'm not comfortable with where I am. I want more. I want so much more of Jesus. You can call me a glutton spiritually, but I'm telling you there, I, I, I don't know much. I don't know much, but I know that we have only, and the earth is only scratching the surface of what Jesus wants to do in our lives and in the nations of the world. So much more. I want to ask you all this. Are you, are you happy and are you satisfied with where you are in your relationship with the Lord? Show me your face. It's going to be show me your face. I said, I just, I was getting a glimpse of, remember Moses? Remember Moses? Moses was not satisfied. Moses wanted, he said, Lord, I want to see you. Show me your face. And Lord says, I will let you see my backside because you cannot handle this. Because he's a too much God. We may not be able to handle all that God is. But I'm telling you right now, if you are willing to die to certain things, to self, you understand what I mean when I say die to self. If you are willing to go through the process that the Lord wants to bring you through, and we're going to walk through all of that. I believe that what God has given me to teach in this is going to help so many people in their relationship with the Lord. For those who want to go deeper, for those who just want to swim in a pool that's only as deep as the laver, you're not going to like this. But for those of you who are hungry and want more of Jesus and want true transformation in your life, I'm positive it's going to take you deeper. The Lord recently gave me a dream and corrected me on something that seemed so slight to most people. It was an attitude of the heart. And I know he's not doing that to hurt me. He's only doing that because he wants intimacy. I want everybody to lift their hands. And I want you to get a picture in your head right now, in your mind's eye. I want you to get a picture of what you've been holding on to, what what attitude of the heart, what friendship, what calling, what have you been holding on to that is keeping you from going deeper into the Lord? And I feel like there's so many people that are still stuck at the salvation part. Like, you know you're saved, you're going to heaven. That's a guarantee. But don't stop there in your relationship with Jesus. What's he asking you to give up? Yes, Jesus died for your sins. But what is he asking you to die to? What attitude is he asking you to let go of? What formalities in your religiosity is he asking you to drop for his namesake? What sickness is he calling you to throw on the altar? What bitterness? What unforgiveness? What things are you holding on to that Jesus is saying, I want you to lay this on the altar? Because if you want to see his face, it is going to require you stopping at the altar of sacrifice first. What child is it? What child is it? What calling? What thing is it that you have to have your own way? I want you to begin to surrender it right now. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this message impacted you today. If you'd like to support Ascension Christian Center, simply go to ascensionchristiancenter.com and click the gift tab or text ACCFL to 77977. 
Interested in hearing more? Check back weekly for new messages. Have a great day.